Welcome to Diffuse Congruence. This is episode 54 of the American Muslim Experience. My name is Zaki Hassan, and with me once again is my friend Pervez Ahmed. Hey, Zaki. Thanks. Good to be here. Good to be back. And what's been going on in your life? Anything? I know we talked about your 20th uh, high school reunion. Uh, well, no, no reunions have happened since, since my, my okay. 20th, okay. so uh, counting down till my 21st, I guess. Um, but this, this is momentous. We are recording in... A momentous location. We are. So we are at Zaytuna College, although we've had, you know, Imam Zaid on and we've had others on, but we've never actually recorded at Zaytuna College. We've been Zaytuna adjacent. That's right. A That's few right. episodes here and there. And tangentially connected in so many ways. Yeah. But here we are in, in the, in the, uh, what is we're, it? we're sitting atop Holy Hill. Yes. That's that's a name I just you just told me that uh, on the car right here. That's right, exactly. Uh, so here in Berkeley, and California. perhaps today's guest can tell us a little bit about Holy Hill and where well, we find ourselves. Well, our guest is Imam Daoud Yassin, who is Dean of Student Life and Experiential Learning here at Zaytuna College. During his residence in South Africa, Imam Daoud converted to Islam and then spent five years in Damascus studying Arabic, Islam, and spirituality. And upon completion of his studies, he relocated to New Haven, Connecticut, where he served as Imam of Masjid Al Islam. And while in New Haven, he also worked as a teaching assistant and engaged in research at Yale University. He also served as director of outreach at the Zayed Center for Islamic Culture in the UAE, engaging in public speaking and abroad and emphasizing ethics and tolerance between Muslim and non-Muslim communities. And he spent five summers teaching Arabic language at the Zaytuna Summer Arabic Intensive, having worked with colleagues to establish learning outside of the classroom a program at Zaytuna College, which includes service learning trips and a revival of traditional Athletics found in swimming, archery, and horseback riding. Imam Daoud, thank you so much for coming on Diffuse Congruence. Marcella, thank you for having me. It's great, great to have you. So, I mean, that's quite the the, the bio, and we kind of I know went through it and what uh, knocked it out in twenty seconds. But uh, it's like talking about someone's forty year journey. I'm, I'm, I'm aging you. Please excuse me if I if, if I'm over. You're being generous. Oh, <laughs> well, you don't look a day over thirty, so it's hard to say. Um, but yeah, so please, uh, you know, as we often like to ask on the show, uh, the origin story. Yeah. Yeah, please tell us. I know you have a very rich and uh, fascinating background, so I'd love to hear a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, we, uh, my family, we are from, uh, from Nantucket, Massachusetts, um, is where kind of I trace my, my roots to on this side of the Atlantic anyway. Yeah. Um, prior to that, my family, ethnically, we are Cape Verdean. We're from the Cape Verde Islands, uh, which is off the uh, coast of Senegal, uh, archipelago of ten, 10 islands, both of my, my mother and father. Um, both of their uh, families are, 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 are from there. Um, we, what we understand, my great-grandfather arrived about 1894, uh, and, and we've been in Massachusetts ever since that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was born there. Um, your great grandfather, you said, arrived. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. When you say arrive, I mean, he, yeah, he, yeah. He was part of the transatlantic slave route, or no, he came no, independently. Came independently oh. on 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 what we understand documented right. uh, um, on the last remnants of the whaling ships that were coming uh, that were coming across from there. Yeah. Right. So so that's that's where that's where we kind of you know kind of you know have our Plymouth Rock moment. Yeah. <laughs> 
Plymouth, right. Massachusetts, not yeah. too far from where I grew up. Big whaling um, community. Big whaling yeah. community. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a museum, I think, dedicated to that. There is. There is. Island. I've been in Nantucket. Oh, you have? I lived in Western Mass for about that's a year. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We yeah. talked about it. Yeah. It's been, uh, have you been there since it's been no, renovated? No, no, no. uh, I'm sorry, renovated? No, oh, no, it's, no it's fantastic. Really? I took the kids there. Uh, we went there a couple summers ago. Or, wow. But uh, yeah, nice, nice place. And actually, I have a friend who's really interesting, a young kid that we, we grew up with. He actually, he actually DJs like hip hop and house music on the roof of the Wang Museum in Nantucket, which I think is odd. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway. It's but, a very like yeah. sort of white picket fences, <laughs> no, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Everything you'd imagine New England yeah. or Nantucket Island to be, I should say. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes. yeah, that you know, gr- grew up there. Um, went to you know, went to Academy Hill Elementary School, which was great. Just just a beautiful, massive brick brick building. I loved going back to visit, mm. and we were there. Um, you know, spent my time there. I spent high school there, which was really interesting. I think it was a really great educational. Um, there were great educational opportunities there, but I just didn't take advantage of them. So it was kind of like that quintessential like, mm. I'm just going to play sports and and be like cool. And like not do my homework and not do my readings and mm-hmm. um, you know um, and and so that was me kind of growing up uh, played football and basketball growing up and you know didn't really know what to do about college um, first gen college and siblings uh, that I grew up with um, you know didn't 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 uh, too attempted and, and didn't didn't do okay. complete um, so so it was. I said first knew, generation in your family. Yeah, yeah in my family. First, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I think that um, you know it was really interesting because I knew I wanted to go, and I had cousins, older cousins. I'm I'm 17 of 18 first cousins. Uh, so, so I had other cousins that have been, and right. and um, you know, and uh, but in terms of like what was happening in my house, it wasn't like this path like, hey, this is what's going to happen. Right. right? You're, you're dealing with. Um, you know, um, how do you take SATs and you know, all of these things. So anyway, I I'd watched a lot of people like go to college and just like have this meltdown where they couldn't deal with living off of the island. There's these things called traffic lights, which we don't have on the <laughs> island. And there are like three story buildings because you can only have two stories on the, you know, where we grew up. So oh. I just think big city life, you yeah. know, right. And like Worcester mass was causing people to melt down or something like this. So anyway, I want to get as far away as I can. So I actually went to a junior college okay. in Riverside, California. Wow. That's where I started. You went on the other side of the coast. Well, the other side of the coast. Yeah. Got or totally, you know. The other country, sorry. The other coast, I should say. Yeah. We, you know, I'm cool with like hurricanes yeah. where we grew up, yeah. but I'm not cool with earthquakes. So like that Whittier quake, I like, you know, freaked me out. It was like, I'm out of here, you know, right. <laughs> and finished out the school year and headed back to, to Massachusetts. Okay. And then just, you know, went to, went to, went to school in, in Connecticut and then, you know, Got a gig in, in, in the fashion world and, and did that for five years. and So, okay. So, I had heard that through the rumor. Kind yeah, of yeah. So, it's true. It is true. I don't know if you... I mean, you don't have to delve into it if you don't want to, but yeah, you did walk is, the catwalk. I did walk the catwalk. Did they call it the catwalk? Even if it's... They did. Know, they did. Walk, yeah, so. they did. They call it the catwalk. It's gender... I don't want to say right. neutral, but it's yeah, yeah. it's not yeah, it's not gender specific. <laughs> well, I guess neither is cat. Although we do do tend to associate cats with feminine. feminine yeah, 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 like yeah. Cats are. Oh, or, or, or you could take Malcolm X. Somebody's gonna be a cool cat. Exactly. I was oh, gonna say, hey, that, hey, no, hey, daddy O, yeah. let me come over here and tug on those coattails and get in the cat's ear. You know, as what he said to uh, Elijah Muhammad or something. That's right. <laughs> you know, or, so. Uh, uh, so the story goes. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about a cat. Yeah. Let me t- let me tug on those coattails and tell you about a cat. Right. Uh, so so. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was yeah. I did that for okay. a while. That was cool. I got to. I got, it was kind of. I, I didn't have to join the military to, to be able to see the world. 
right? So I got to, you know, wow. I lived in Europe for a while, I lived in Paris and London and Iran and, wow. you know, Germany and Japan and finally ended up in South Africa. Um, and in South Africa, that's where I... Where that's is where I, uh, I was in Cape Town. Cape Town. Okay. Yeah, I was in Cape Town. I was living in London at the time. Yeah. Uh, an agency would come in and be like, hey, we think that, you know, South Africa will be a great, you know, um, uh, place for you to be able to work. I, you know, it's really interesting because I, I always take like, you know, Charlie Murphy, you know, uh, when, when, he, when, he was telling, when he said, you know, you know, he said, you know, um, talking about the success of, of, of Wesley Stipes and he would always reference, he said that was before Passenger 57 or whatever the movie was, right? Yeah. So they really hadn't had that breakthrough yet, uh, people of color, the way mm. that they did. So I was kind of in that, I was in the, I was in the early 90s in the game and there was only yeah. a handful of us that were modeling at that time. Hmm. Um, um, and, and, and so, yeah, so some Africa was a market now that all of a sudden a person of color could actually brother could get some work <laughs> so so into South Africa and ended up and ended up converting in, in, in well I was in South Africa wow what I mean yeah so I I, I, I hate that question of like yeah you know, but because it, it's an event I mean it's not an event it's a process but yeah any kind of like where was it a community was it a yeah charismatic you know, figure you know I, you know I think it was a combination of okay. it, was, it was definitely was two charismatic figures three if you count Malcolm is reading his autobiography yeah. when I was in college Rahimullah yeah. uh, but 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 um, my cousin had converted in the 70s okay. uh, an older cousin uh, Mario who is now Isa <laughs> and uh, and just watching his life you know change we, we, you know we were very close we are still yeah. very close to this day but just watching his life transform at a young age for me was like I was like that's yeah. I like that man. Right. I like that. And then and then Imam Zaid Shaker. Imam Zaid Shaker yeah. was my professor at Southern Connecticut State University, nineteen eighty nine. I was not Muslim until seven years later. Wow. So this journey has been like and profound. I know I'm jumping ahead of the but I because I know his biography so well, yeah. you would then later become Imam of his mosque when he left the post to go to Damascus. Yeah, yeah. but I but I was already his not okay, we'll, for a year. Oh, got okay. it. We'll, we'll get there. But yeah. I mean, I just yeah. the way it all comes full circle. I guess. I mean, the person yeah. who was a part of the process yeah. for you to embrace the faith. But even would, but even before and, that, yeah, I show up six years later on the prayer mat in Damascus, Syria, on the fifth story uh, of a building, and look over and say, "Hey, that looks like Professor Shacker." Mm-hmm. Uh, what would he be doing here? You know, and just kind of carried on my business, and that's how we were re we were reacquainted. You know, wow. So yeah, that was that was. So we I got to spend four years yeah. with him during during my time in in Damascus. In, in Damascus. Right. So yeah. sorry. Let's go back. So South Africa. Then yeah. you, you take the shahada yeah. there, and yeah. then you yeah. Do you just say, okay, you know what, fashion, obviously I'm out? Uh, I hung on a little okay. bit because yeah. I had obligations. I yeah, had an yeah, apartment. I was living in London and I had an apartment in, in South Africa and, okay. and just needed to, to, to continue to, to, to fulfill those obligations. Yeah. And I was under contract there and right. I thought it was the right thing to do to, to, to oblige that. But it was weird. Like and South Africa has its own very unique, yeah. and we've had yeah. Doctor yeah. Munir Farid on. Yeah, we've had we've had Doctor Ibrahim Musa. Yeah, so they both shared. You know, we talked a lot about sort of the Muslim community there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so listeners can kind of go back and check that out. But I mean, in fact, like really interesting dynamic of the Muslim community, yeah. where they how they fit into the whole you know right. apartheid and racial right. dynamic, right? right. Uh, which is really interesting because mostly. I lived I lived like in this iron gated community, mm-hmm. which which at times seemed very like. Um, obviously oppressive and, and, it, and it contained people but what it also did is it forced them to actually have community 
It's like you couldn't come out as a as a as a you know what I mean? Right, uh, right. As a brown, you know, the, the colored, sorry, yeah, colored, color, right. as a colored, yeah. you know, you couldn't come out of that area. So actually, you were forced wow. to, to to build. So the really tight knit community that I experienced when I was there, I kind of, um, you know, it, it was great because it's not de facto. It's, I mean, it was very. It's you know, in terms of the apartheid, is very. I mean, you're behind walls. Yeah, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is what eighty? You said late? No, this is like this is ninety six. Ninety six now. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, then you take so yeah. you take shot in ninety six. Take shot in ninety six. Okay. Um, hang out in South Africa for a few more months. Uh, come back to the states. Okay. Um, you know, uh, How, any sort of family dynamic that played in? No, you like, know, people were cool. I think my okay. cousin really, you know, he came in and was Kinda like paved the way. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He just he he really you know blazed the path and got and got a, got the ground ready for my landing. I guess. You <laughs> know what I mean? And my mother even said something like, "I I expected or I I expected or something like mm-hmm. this when I called her from South Africa." Or, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, and then and. Um, so that that take the shahada, come back, uh-huh. and alhamdulillah, I'm blessed in that first year to to actually make Hajj, uh-huh. and in my first year of being Muslim, like the anniversary shahada anniversary, whatever you people call yeah. it, um, <laughs> I'm like in the Prophet's Islam's masjid and it's Juma. Wow. I'm kind of like it was just uh, you this know, is Hajj. This is ninety six, ninety ninety seven, ninety seven. Okay. Yeah, so you yeah. didn't go with like Osama. No, but like I met him. Group. No, but okay. I met him like yeah. another yeah. time. Yeah, we get that right, right. Yeah. I just because they talk about that Hajj, that yeah. significant with Sheikh Hamza. That no, I think that was ninety six. Yeah, exactly. What was that experience same. like for you doing Hajj so so soon? It was day. it was incredible aesthetically. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there was just so much I didn't know. You know, I knew like salam alaikum wa alaikum salam. You know, <laughs> that was like the extent of it, and you had to pray five times a day. You know, it's like, but 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 aesthetically, it was incredible. And the Kaaba was a lot different. You could walk down to the well of Zamzam. You could be on the roof looking down into the Kaaba, so you would just see these. It was really incredible. Was when when Tawaf would happen, and you'd see like these ethnic groups kind of make their way into the Tawaf, and how they would protect their women, and how it was incredible to see. First, the Africans would come in, and yeah. you'd see like the Malaysians come in, full, the Turks, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Indonesians, and their dress and everything mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. indicate who they were, but just seeing this, you know, it was like the incredible, like the most, like the best merge of like traffic that you'd ever, you know, mm-hmm. that, you'd ever, that you'd ever see, um, and just to keep absorbing that amount of people. So again, just aesthetically, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's a great question, especially very timely in the sense that Hajj just finished, and a yeah. lot of people uh, I know personally, and I imagine you as well, Imam Dawood, mm-hmm. have literally came back yesterday. You yeah. know, a lot of people from yeah. the States yeah. you know, were on the trip. Yeah. Um, I imagine, I know right here at Zaytuna, Diane is on Diane, is yeah, yeah. And Safir. Safir, yeah. And also we, one of our students. He just we we have a new phenomenon these days, which is the, the, the Kaaba selfie. Oh, I know. And I just sort of look at that and I say, well, it's a sign of the times, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. It's painful. It's painful. Because and we're sitting here recording earshot, probably, from like Sheikh Hamza's office, but he, he, he has a thing on that, which is, you know. Oh, I haven't. I, yeah, if you go, yeah, I'm sure you can catch a clip of it online, but yeah, just talking about the selfie in front of the Kaaba. Yeah. 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 Anyway, right? <laughs> so you were saying aesthetically it was that, but yeah, yeah. I almost yeah. feel like you're 
maybe there, there, but there are other parts of it that were yeah definitely made. but I think for me I think for me like I said like not being able to understand mm-hmm. okay. like like the supplication like want like the supplication that was caught, like inspiring this person to, yeah. to to bring them to tears for example right. and, and and just a short while after that being in Damascus I was able to make Umrah right so then I had that experience where now I could understand the language and I could understand what was happening so that was that was really that was that was really profound but I think for me really it was um, it 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 it, it there was a lot that happened. There was a fire that year. It was a major fire that year. And it was the year when they actually had then switched over to the fire retardant tents the year after that. So yeah. there was a major fire in Mina. Like three quarters of Mina burnt down yeah. the year that I was there. And I got separated from my group for a couple of days and, you know, didn't know what I was supposed to be doing, but I was supposed to be like cutting my hair. I was supposed to be like stoning. <laughs> I was supposed to be like making two off. So it was really, it was really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, and so now you come back, and then you yeah, I come back to the states. Decide to go to uh, decide to go to uh, well, the group Damascus? that I was with, oh. yeah, they were majority Syrians okay. um, out of the masjid that I that I that I kind of made made my Hajj with, and, and I came home, and there was another brother, um, mashallah, I still remain in touch with a brother whose name was Abdul Latif, uh, and they said, look, Abdul Latif, we visited the school in Damascus, and he's going to go to school there. It, would you like to go? And, and and I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds sounds great. You know what I mean? And and, and I just like I, I just felt like I I had met so many people in the modeling industry that were Muslim that like I, I said, look, if I'm going to accept, if I'm going to if I, if I've now accepted this thing, I want to know what it is for myself. And that was really the the the, the, the why I wanted to go to Damascus to study. Like, I want to know what Islam is. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to read the Quran. Like. I want to be able to to, right. to to engage. So that's what I, I kind of left with that intention. So came home basically from Hajj. Um, it was like July that year, I think it was, or something like this. Or No, it was April. But what it was, I actually had I'd done the whole like four-month Tablik Jamaat thing, man. I put a backpack on. I went to India and Pakistan by wow. myself, man. And just like, and, 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 and Philistine. I went to went to Laksa um, and spent two weeks there by myself. With the Tablik Jamaat. Yeah. Yeah, but in those areas, like that area is like kind of by yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind yeah. Of, you meet people that yeah. can house you and stuff like that. But yeah, I did that for 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 the remainder of the time. <laughs> I did. Was that when you got back that you got exposed to the Tablighi Jamaat? Uh, no, because I think you know the the, the in Connecticut. Or? Yeah, like oh, you know what yeah. I mean. The uh, the uh, the uh, no, not in Connecticut, in yeah. kind of the the the, the Massachusetts area that we yeah. were in. You know yeah. what I mean. There were a lot of brothers, a lot of converts, mm. uh, older, and it was you know. Tabarakallah, yeah, it benefited yes. tremendously. And I think that's what put the desire in me to actually study, was sitting and reading and hearing about these stories of, right. of you the know, the, 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 yeah, the, the, the Fadl Talib al-Ilm, for example. Right, right. I mean, yeah, the, the Fadai. Yeah, yeah the, right. the, the benefits of seeking yeah. knowledge. And so it was, it was, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alhamdulillah. That's right. So Syria, I guess, what, what, was, what was Syria? So you, you go back to that rooftop story with... Professor Sh- Sh- yeah, 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 yeah. So we're in the uh, we're in the we're in the prayer hall, and uh, it's like you know, like my third day or something like that. And classes are beginning to start, and people are coming in, and 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 like I said, I just kind of look to my look to my right, and I see this this man, and he looks like this man who had just taught me this class, and uh, you know, a few years ago in Connecticut. But I just said to myself, like, what would he be doing here, you know? And just continued on my prayer. Then it was interesting because then afterwards, I I went to some of the students that were there, and I said, Excuse, yeah, I said, yeah, like, you know, you know, the brother that was just praying over there, like, yeah. I said, is is his name uh, Shaker? Is it? They're like, oh, you don't know Imam Zaid. You don't know Imam Zaid. 
I'm like, yeah, I know the brother. You know, <laughs> there's all that. Right? So, so, yeah. so, so then, yeah, I just went down. It was really interesting because, because actually, I had like a like a big beard and like you know. You just come back from India, Pakistan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so then I'm like, I kind of come up to him. I'm like, so I'm like, I'm like, yeah. like, do you remember me? And he's kind of like. You know, he does that, he's like, yeah. And he, <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, you know. So then I'm just like, you know, mashallah, I introduced myself. And, and, um, and yeah, and like I said, we just, we, we really, we, we, we were together for like four, four years, wow. you know, almost every day. Wow, amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've heard, yeah, we had him, we, we, were, we had the honor of having Mamzaid on the, the night after, or the morning after the, the night where they announced the, that Zaytuna College was... Um, was yeah, accredited. Uh, accredited so yeah. here we are you know it's kind yeah. of yeah. that tapestry Zaki that you, you, you always great. talk about yeah. here, we, here we go yeah. again adding another we're still weaving uh, weaving yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice right. nice yeah. Yeah. yeah so Syria was Syria was incredible mm. uh, you know I I, I think I found myself in, in, in many situations where um, uh, you know kind of um, um, you know didn't have a lot of plan prep that went into it meaning like you know it didn't sit around for a long time and think about it. It's kind of like, hey, study Islam in Syria? Sounds like a great adventure. I'd like to try it. Right. And and actually, that's really what it was. I came mm-hmm. home, asked my mother, are you okay with that? You know, put my laundry in and took it out of the dryer and stuffed it right back in the backpack and headed out, you know, after wow. she had said it was okay. Um, but, you know, that's... that's being there, it was it was. And I didn't even know. Like I didn't know the the, the history because like, I'm 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 a Muslim just That's a right. year and a, and a few months. And like right. I didn't know the history of like the seat of Damascus and what it represented. And right. I'm just kind of walking around like, wow, this is pretty incredible. The scholarly tradition, yeah. obviously. That yeah. Comes from and what yeah. I really I remember this, you know, my my naivety. I was like, but I really love their president here, man. You know, his like picture is everywhere. It's on every building, man. And look at mm-hmm. it. It's like. 25 feet by like 15 feet wide. Love him, you know? And he's a half of the Quran because his name's half of the, Like, that's where I was at. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, 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 the, yeah. But, but, but again, I mean, we tr- benefited tremendously from, from, from the people of bless them mm-hmm. and bless that land and bring mm-hmm. ease and, and, I mean, and, yeah. and, 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 and stability. And all and all of that, um, you know, through the wisdom that of, of of what he has uh, unfolded here. But but I was just speaking. Actually, I just came back from Houston the other day, and the taxi driver was from Damascus. I mean, the Uber driver. Yeah. So when he landed back here. Yeah. yeah. So it was a really interesting conversation about about Damascus, and you know, you couldn't believe that I learned Arabic there, and he said it's so difficult, and you know, and yeah. and, and and I said, no, come on, if I can do it, anybody can, you mm-hmm. know. And, but uh, it was just, I really, like I said, we always say it's the Fedna Kathira Minkum. Like I really benefited from the people of Damascus, not only just their knowledge, but also in, like their comportment, like mm-hmm. just like incredible human beings. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember like being a student there. People know that you're a student, Ramadan. They know that you're. 20 something years old living single they like knock on your door and then like the proverbial like who's there you open it up and there's a big tray of food mm. you know just like every Syrian dish that you could ever like want to cook would be like on this tray and you just wouldn't have an idea of like who sent it to you and you would just put the tray it was understood that you just put the tray back out of your door and you'd come back and it would be gone you know and people would just not you would just not know who would do that you know it would happen multiple times for us you know it was just, it was just incredible incredible Beautiful. Yeah, I've never had the. Uh, unfortunately, never had the occasion to go to Syria. Uh, but uh, like you said, once 
inshallah, as stability returns, you know, we can, we can, we can go to the land of Damascus. Um, so you were there how many years? Four years, you said? Yeah, four, yeah. four, and we went back for probably about eight months. And so you were there, person. obviously, then when 9-11 happens as well. Just, we had just come back. Because if you're along the, because Imam Zaid tells so, his story about yeah, how he, yeah, he was we, there we were, when we he got were, the news. What happened was my, my wife and, and, Dr. And, and, Imam, and Imam Zaid were in the same class there. So they, they had just graduated that summer. Okay. Um, they you finished meet your their wife classes. there? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. Mom Z actually hooked it up. Oh, wow, wow. You so know, she was yeah, a student there. She was a student there. Yeah, she was a student there. She's actually from here. She's That's from, right. She grew, up, she grew up here and uh, and went there to study and spent nine years there. But 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 we had just come home that August. Like, she had, she had just, you know, you know finished um, her degree and we thought we we're going to take a little break. Um, actually, she had just yeah finished some studies that we had outside of the cause. Well, too, we we're gonna take a little break. We were planning to stay like longer, mm. you know, maybe another five years. Like you know, um, and we got back on like August twenty eighth or something like this. And back to the states. Yeah, yeah. So we were only here for not even two weeks, and then you know, right. like post fudger, like hey, there's this thing going on, you know. So that was a game changer. You know, and that we got asked our teachers and asked our parents and you know what they thought and and actually we were pregnant. My wife was pregnant with our first child at that time, so we just said, look, it's it's a wrap. You know, yeah. you know, shut it down. Yes, we'll, we'll we'll go back. We'll spend a few months there. We'll get our we'll get our stuff and then we'll and then we'll come back. We'll mm. ship all our stuff back. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's. So, so I mean, how do you? Contextualize that. I mean, you, you you mentioned sort of being in Syria and sort of your own naivete, yeah, yeah. And then this, you've been Muslim for about five years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, what is your? How do you process yeah. it? Yeah, I, I I can't. I mean, literally, like I can't. And and um, you know, I, I I studied political science, so I, I I know geopolitically like what's happening, but I can't I can't make sense. I can't make heads or tails of this thing. And 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 and. You know, it, I just remember. I remember walking out to Salatul Lohar of the of the of the apartment building that we were we were we were in we were in we were in uh, in, in Rhode Island. We were in a, in, in, in an urban in okay. an urban neighborhood. But I just remember it was almost like apocalyptic. Like there was no mm-hmm. one on the streets. You know, and it was almost like it felt like all the eyes were looking out of the apartment buildings at you. And it was only like a block. And a half that you had to walk from the apartment that we were in mm. to the masjid, but it just—it seemed like a long, much longer walk than it was. Mm-hmm. And it just like I said, it was just—it was—it was eerily mm. like empty, mm. and, and that was really that was that was that was that was that was that was strange. That was strange. So yeah, but but again, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't understand. I could, I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't make sense. I couldn't reference something that again that politically that had. What transpired yeah. so it just didn't it just wasn't adding up you know like what's what's going on yeah well I mean that's how most everyone was feeling so I guess yeah you know, yeah. You're, you're summing up uh, the collective reaction yeah certainly yeah. Muslim or non-Muslim yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right yeah that's right um, and then so now are you back in Connecticut this is where your your tenure at Masjid al-Islam no, so okay. we, so we, um, yes, yes. I'm sorry. So coming sorry. back from Damascus, yeah. but that was the, the when 9/11 happened. We were only, yeah, we 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 were here thinking that it was just going to be a short break, and then and then we go back to Damascus for some time, and then uh, Imam Zaid, in between our time of leaving the states to go back to Damascus, he comes back, mm-hmm. and now he's back in Masjid Islam. He's the Imam, 
And then we had actually laid all this out prior to leaving was um, I was going to return back to Masjid Islam. I was going to be his naib imam, his assistant imam. And there was a post um, uh, kind of a secondary um, education project that we were all supposed to be a part of. Him, my, myself, my wife, we were all going to okay. be, be a part of this. Um, uh, so we were part of that for about a year and a half. It didn't, it didn't pan out, obviously. Yeah. Mamzid then decides to leave. Right. And he talks to about him. how the community yeah. had kind of shifted and changed I yeah. mean, in the years that he had in well, since absence. he had left yeah. in his absence, yeah. correct? Yeah, and right. so we kind of walked into that, and then yeah. and then he 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 announces that he's leaving for 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 Zaytuna. for the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then um, and then uh, I I I assume the mantle, I guess, mm. uh, reluctantly and actually under his command, so to speak. But you know, I really didn't want to and didn't think, like, "Who am I? I'm not prepared. I've just been Muslim, like you know, <laughs> like so wet behind the ears, so to speak." And uh, <laughs> and I've got a ton of studying that I need to do. And how can I become an imam? So yeah, but anyway, there you are. You know, yeah, yeah. there you are. And so, how long were you were you there? Uh, we stayed there for four years. Oh, okay, so another yeah. four years. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, are you are you studying, going back to school? Because I know Dartmouth comes into the picture. Yeah. No, yeah. I was. Um, you know, I I, I, I I was at that time had a, had a degree that hadn't been finished yet in undergrad, okay. but I think I was um, I was listening to 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 some 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 wrong advice. You know, mm-hmm. hey, you've got this Islamic education now; it's pretty much all you'll need. Oh, you know, wow. life will be great for you, and you know the world's going to unfold at your feet. And you know, and uh, yeah, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I bought into that rhetoric. Okay. Um, and didn't 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 pursue my my degree at that time and um, uh, finishing up the, the undergraduate degree that Correct. I studied. Um, but alhamdulillah, you know, I came to my senses and um, you know I realized that not everyone wants to sit in the masjid and study Islamic texts with you. <laughs> yeah. So so um, you know went back and 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 um, um, actually finished finished up finished up my my undergraduate degree at a at a, at a program. That allowed me to, to do it online because I only had a few few courses right. that I needed to to okay. to, um, to 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 finish. So you could do it like remotely. Yeah, or, do it remotely. Or wherever exactly. You were. Yeah. You were at that time still. In I was actually Dubai. in Dubai. Oh, okay. Yeah. This yeah. Is so 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 then after my four years yeah. of, uh, of 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 being in Islam, yeah, yeah, I like we get this offer from like Habib Ali to come work at the Tabla project. You were at the Tabla project. I was. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I was at the Darazid. That's what the, the project was for the Dara's Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so we were there. Our for, mutual friend, Kamran Baj, was there. That's what I yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wow. Because okay. he was on the board at that time. Yes, yes, so, sir. So, yeah, yes, we, sir. We, we meet in that context. Yeah, um, part of the same tapestry again, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So you were at Thalba. Okay, and you're in double... Uh, yeah, you're in... Yeah. Dubai, no, Dubai? Yeah, yeah Dubai. I would say it was in a line. Yeah, because that's, that's right. what the project was. That's it was right. in a line. Mm-hmm. And then a line, um, you know... You know, Dubai was just like the sirens. They were just calling me. You know what I mean? And, and my hands were tied. Was Mustafa there too? He was. At the time? Right. Yeah, Mustafa, Mustafa was Davis. there. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Walid and yeah. Uh, yeah, a whole crew. Yeah, whole crew. I, I mentioned Mustafa also because we, he was on the show as well. Right. So. Right. Uh, and, uh, okay, so, uh, and you're there how long then? Three years. Three years. Ago. Yeah, yeah. And then I come uh-huh. back to the States. Okay. Now I come back to the States like, um, you know, um, Need to finish, fin- yeah, finish, yeah. Up, finish up that degree. But then I'm like, I still want to keep studying, you know. Yeah. Oh, and so I look at a friend recommends a, perhaps a, I was interested in education. 
Um, I got invited to like the minority recruitment or what do they call it? The, yeah, yeah, minority recruitment or something like that at the Harvard School of Education. Gotcha. So I went to um, minority outreach or whatever. Yeah, yeah what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot but, what the specific recruiting. Term. Yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah. I went there for a weekend. Okay. Seemed pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know if that's what I wanted to do. Checked out Yale Kick the Tires in their environmental project, master's program. Mm. But just, I don't know, I just, where I'm at, I just, I wasn't looking to take that amount of debt. That's just going to keep it real with mm. you. Like, I just wasn't, it was a time, like, I don't, just wasn't looking to take that much debt. And the Dartmouth job came up. So Dartmouth came up. And you and, were a chaplain and, and I was a chaplain, but you could also, um, you know, you would, you would, have, they were, able, they allowed you to to study for your master's as well, right. and, and it was like, you know, your your tuition was like commensurate to your full time enrollment, you know, as an employee, like the percentage that you pay. Perfect. So I was like, this is a great opportunity to great. work and to be able to fulfill a master's degree uh, at the same time without incurring that debt. Without incurring that debt, yeah. So alhamdulillah, I was able to do that. And you did and, your master's in. Uh, globalization studies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Globalization studies. Which, when did you finish that? Uh, I just finished uh, yeah. this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it was, that was a long, yeah. like, I can't do this. Like we just had a kid or like, you know, like all these things, like that whole, I'm, I'm that whole, like, I'm not, I can't even do it. Why did I, fit, you know, fake myself out? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just really struggled in terms of like, um, having that confidence, you know what I mean? And, and I don't know when and where that happens or how but if someone does they could just tell me because it was a it was a long that was a, like I did like a PhD like timeline to get a master's done I should have been done in a year and a half mm-hmm. but uh, I mean for me though it was really about like again like honestly like the honor of my, my mother like I wanted to like I wanted to finish that for her you know and and my kids like my father, like, actually, you know, he didn't give up. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I really want to, 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 to know, them to know, like, manjada wajada. Yeah, and the one you. who exerts themselves, right. you, know, you, will, you, will, you will get it. You'll yeah. find those openings. So yes. that was really motivated me. It was, it was really interesting, my wife, too, because she was like, give up. You ain't giving up. <laughs> like, we, we gave up too much. You ain't giving up. We know that kind of encouragement. Yeah, well. so yeah. That, was, that was the big one as well, too. So I yeah. love bless them all. Man. Yeah, like, absolutely. Children and mother, all of them. That helped so this gets me to where I think yeah. where I wanted to go also with the yeah. conversation. Um, your, your, your thesis. Yeah. Uh, a, a topic yeah. near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Um, so please kind of yeah, talk about it. Yeah, well, this, yeah. This is, it's not just a thesis for you. This is a passion project for yeah, you as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so a couple of things please. I think. One yeah. is, I really appreciated at Dartmouth. They were really, like, they allowed you to write on, like, you know, ideas that, that you thought were important, right? Mm-hmm. And that obviously it passed the academic, you know, standard that they were looking mm-hmm. for and, and so forth. So I wanted to write about, like, um, industrial uh, meat production, like, and, 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 and look at it with the ethics and metaphysics of, of Islamic law. Like, of Islamic, uh, sorry, of Islamic law and then the ethics and, and metaphysics. Like, that's what I was really interested in. You know, and, and so, like, how do you... You're speaking my language, but let's just see for our listeners. Yeah. Let's unpack that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so this idea is like, okay, um, we're Muslims yeah. and we have this, you know, incredible, like, legal tradition... Um, but we also have this standard of ethics and then this relationship between spirituality and food. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what I was looking at examining. Like, how do you plug into this, like, industrial meat production? Well, yes, we can fulfill the legal aspect of it, but what about the ethics and the metaphysics? And that's, that's really what I, what, I, what I wrote about. Right. 
And so when we, but if we were to maybe put that into Quranic language, then yeah. when you talk about ethics and meta, met, metaphysics, what are we talking we're about? We're talking about halal and tayyib. tayyib. And we're talking That's about right. the tayyib aspect of it because basically... Because the verse halal, in the Quran yeah. actually... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's four. There's several. Exactly. Sorry. No, there's four. There's four mm-hmm. times when the words come. You know, halal and tayyiban. Together. Eat from which we have provided for you, halal and tayyib. And so my, you know, what I was looking at was that for me, uh, halal was like the law. Like this meat is halal. I can eat it. But what does tayyib mean? And and the fact that it's mentioned here four times, but it's like. It's like we've not forgotten it. It's not by accident. Exactly. And you're like, okay, why is yeah? Like, why don't we ever hear that part of it? Like, is it halal? Like, that's what we always hear, right? Hey, is this meat halal? Like, yeah, I right. just eat some halal meat. You know, halal cart, halal guys, like whatever. Like, right? It's all yeah. this stuff, but it's like there's a whole other reality that's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm over, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm still here. Right. You know now, what I mean? How much of our, how much in the, did you find then in the tradition? I found a lot. Okay. Man. I found a okay. lot. And, and, and I think, you know, it's, it's obviously, obviously, because I think, I think what it does is it, 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 it takes you from the place of like Hassan to Ahsan. Right, so I think it's kind of like people are okay with like, hey, it's Hassan, it's okay, it's not so we're like right. good to excellent, good to excellent, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh-huh. I, but for me, this whole tradition is to push us towards excellence, excellence. And if we're not striving to that, then yeah. you know, the sun shines on you for a day. It should be a day that is better for you than the one that was the last. Mm. You know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of my my idea of this thing, and that's how Correct. I was looking at. It. Like, if we're not striving towards that, then we're just treading water. Right. Grew up on an island. I know. <laughs> I know what treading water feels like, man. You're not going anywhere, and you're exhausting yourself. That's right. So I feel like you know, and especially when you look at when you get into the Islamic spiritual tradition, uh-huh. that when you begin to look at the correlation between food and, and like and your spirituality, call, quote, spirituality, spirituality. It's it's like inseparable, and it's like it's like it's like first, you know, first first principle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Make sure one that the wealth in which you purchase it from is from a is from a pure source, um, and then uh, you food. know the the, the 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 food that you eat. Correct. Yeah, that it's you from eat. Pure source. It's from a pure source, correct. right? And so I think even if we talked about kind of like it would go like halal, then it would go like your money, and then it would go like oh yeah, then this other thing. But the other thing that's really interesting is there was a hadith that I came across that was really interesting here where I think it's Sa'ad ibn Waqqas. He asked the Prophet Ya Rasulullah, make dua for me that Allah will make my du'as accepted. And he actually uses, what's really interesting, he uses, the, he uses his name. He says, he supplicate for me that God will accept Sa'ad's supplications. Hmm. And he says, and he says, so he's referring, he speaks of himself in the third person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is really, because he's the one asking the prophet. Exactly. The prophet's interrupter. Which I always think is just, I just, You're right. like, I, I, just, I, always, I love that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, the, 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 um, it's like you invite you to dinner, like, hey, when you come, come to Dagwood's house for dinner. <laughs> like, I just kind of like follow, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like right. Well, that. we have a president who calls himself in the third person. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't but, want to go there, but but, but we did. Yeah, okay, yeah. sorry, go back. So 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 I was, he, he we were talking about the puppet said Okay, sorry. Go. So Saad, he makes okay. this request, and the response is, uh, you know, Saad, ensure that your food is tayyib, and Allah will accept your supplications. And that to me was like the big moment where it's not. He didn't say halal. Oh, I see. Right. So we can fulfill all. We can tick all the boxes yeah. legally. Yeah. The T's right? across, the, the T's are across, the I's are dotted legally. Right. Document's been signed. Here you go. But yet you want to move into the next realm? 
make sure it's tayyib. And so for me, that was the, like, that's where I began, like, my tarkis. Like, that's where I began, like, to, to concentrate on. No, and what's fascinating, and I can, you know, just as a lawyer and thinking back to, you know, just even Western tradition of uh, legal tradition. And, in fact, I think all legal traditions in some form or fashion wrestle with this idea or the, uh, the, the tension that exists between law or legality and ethics. And ethics, yeah. Just because yeah. something is illegal, and I, you know, people hear it all the time, but it doesn't mean yeah. it's ethical. yeah. Yeah, absolutely, right. and I think so, and I think within side of our community, it's even it, that's even more problematic. It is because, because how can something be how, it's not the best thing that could ever happen to humankind <laughs> just because it's halal? Well, look at divorce. Divorce is halal, yeah, right. But it doesn't mean it's the it's the it's the most ethical decision that a person will make in a situation such as we see. Correct. Right, and and, and, and actually we see an abuse of it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean it's ethical. It's halal. Right, you know, and and so anyway, you know, that's that's and, and again, we it's like we at times I feel like we're not mature enough to have that conversation. Right, you know. So the, this is something again that when I talk about this subject, I like to get into, which is that what well, in our tradition, right? When you, when you looked at the corpus and the material and the body of information, you know, body of the tradition that you were exposed to. Mm-hmm. You see a very rich tradition that comes out of, like, obviously there's a very rich legal tradition, there's a very, mm-hmm. very rich theological tradition. Mm-hmm. Is there, maybe not equally, but is there as equal of an emphasis on what we're talking about here, the metaphysics of food? Yeah, I and, think so, because, because I think the other thing which was... Well, that has to develop, because certainly I think in the, or, if you go back to the founding documents, as it were, or the sources... Prophet spoke about it abundantly. The Quran, like as you mentioned, you've got this whole discourse that connects the two of halal and tayyib. Mm-hmm. But how much of our tradition actually sort of explores it and expounds on it? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is this is what I thought. And again, these are my own ideas, and anyone can just feel free to to, to, to disagree. This is what I came from. Is I feel that 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 the kind of the f- when one is living in a state of their fitra, so to speak, and allowing other animals I'm talking about here to live in their state of fitra, that all of the things that we're talking about now, about you know the highest level of fitra, sorry, yeah, sorry, kind of like the, 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 the natural disposition of, 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 cre- of creature of creation, exactly, yeah. right? So cows are meant to graze and eat grass; they're not supposed to live in their own, you know, waste and eat grains and be injected with antibodies and you know other like that's not Thank their you. that's right. not their natural state. Okay. Right. Right. So, so what I feel is that um, that that a lot of material was not there because it was it was there was no need to mention the ah, obvious. Got it. Right. I can't think of. I mean, you come across like right. just insanity, right? So you get like the mad cow disease, right? Uh-huh. So mad cow disease, uh, uh, two thousand eight. It's no longer legal to feed bovine bovine. Right, because what was happening was that when 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 animals are what's called rendered, right, the rendering of a carcass, it's turned back into feed, and that's where it came from. Bovine was the impact of an of a, of a cow eating a, a, cow, a cow, right? And I think there's even that idea of cannibalism, the impact on the brain, and other stuff like that that happens, right? So what happens is that then um, they begin to grind up. Uh, 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 that uh, uh, carcass and feed it to chickens because everyone's got to make money off of it and what happens is when those chickens die they grind those up and who do you think eats it? the cows because you can go now avian bovine but you can't go bovine bovine 
So now you have bovine, avian, avian, bovine. And that Let's brings see. it back in 2012 when you have the reoccurrence right. of it now. That's right. So that's what I'm saying. The legal books weren't thinking like, you know what I mean, in that, you know, in that manner. Who, who, I mean, that's like some Frankenstein like, insanity. That's why I'm saying like they're not talking about it because it's like, look, we know the animals <laughs> live like this, man. And when, and when they do talk about eating what we call najasa, like impurity, they're talking about like the dung. Like they're eating the larvae of chickens are eating the larvae of the dung of some cow patty. Can we eat him? You know, after he's eaten from yeah. that, which is legally yeah. right uh, considered filth, Correct. right? That's that's, that's like, what they're talking. That's what about. they're talking about. They're not talking, they're not talking about. about industrial, like in Frankenstein. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's good, and I say this only, and I don't mean to, this isn't to make light of what you're talking about, but I think I couldn't help but my mind went to like the Simpsons reference. Right, right. So you've got, and it's the end. I think it's the same episode where Lisa. I don't know if you have yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lisa turns vegetarian. Yeah, and that's the bovine university uh, <laughs> episode. That's where he's like, I want to go. But I grow up. I'm going to bovine university. <laughs> yeah. But do you remember the food chart? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. When he's talking, when Imam Dodd was talking about what he was talking about, I thought of the food chart. D- describe the food chart as best you can. I mean, I don't remember the the. the but it was like the horse. I think there was a picture of the horse. <laughs> And then it basically, you know, you've got arrows pointing to all the people that, you know, all the byproducts and animals eat it and the snake and it becomes a shoe. And you just exactly what you're talking yeah. about, which is this. Are you? Are you I'm, I'm saying. Well, we'll, we'll take a minute and do it yeah, because I think it's so poignant of a sort of social commentary, which the best Simpsons episodes kind of do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. watch yeah. the Simpsons when, they, when it was good. Uh, the kind of social commentary, but sorry. So, the, but that's what you're talking about when you talk about Thaya. Yes. And ha- now, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know, you get yeah. that cow yeah. at the auction, Ahmed. I'm using. This, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> a name, <laughs> and you Bismillah Allah Akbar, yeah. and you put the halalness on him. Right. And now it's all great, and we comes out of the oven, and it. But again, it met the legal standard of it. Did it meet the ethical standard of it? And by not meeting the ethical standard, if it did not, then are we blocking ourselves from the metaphysical realities that exist? When the Prophet says, "Eat from the tayyib, and your supplications will be accepted." And then we ask, like, "Hey, why? Are, why are we pray for all this stuff and nothing happens?" I mean, mm-hmm. really, like, you don't really. That's like a rhetorical question, right? Yeah, you're, you're, you're teasing me, right? Mm-hmm. Come on, because look at what we're eating. Because look what we're eating. Uh, so, so that's one aspect. Yeah, 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 right. The second aspect of it is, is another had the exactly yeah. is the treatment of, of the, the animals. animals. The that is a walks by, exactly. He walks or, by sorry, this, implications. This 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 animal uh-huh. and he says it's like sickly. It's emaciated. Yeah. He says he describes it. Its ribs are, are protruding. Its back is sunken in. And he said it just it looks weakened. Mm-hmm. And he says to them, it uh, You know, he says he says fear Allah with regard to this dumb animal. Now it's interesting because dumb here is that it can't, can't speak. speak. It can't tell you of the hardships that it's enduring. And he says fear that ride them when they're healthy and eat them when they're healthy. So now you have the whole treatment of the animals, right? So now, um, going back to that place, so not only it's 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 the state of that animal at the time of the slaughter, it's the state of the animal that brought it up to the time of the slaughter that we're also concerned ourselves with if we are who we claim we are and following the prophetic tradition. Wow. 
That's right. Hmm. That's right. And the other thing was really deep for me that I never thought about in this context was, you know, when you read law, it tells you that like when you get to the Kaaba, that the first thing you do is you, 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 you secure your luggage. And I thought, well, that's odd, right? You're at the house of God. And the first thing you're telling me to do from the legal standard is to, like, secure my luggage. Right. I'm like, shouldn't I, like, run to the Kaaba and, like, make will do and pray to Rakats, right? But then I was like, subhanAllah, so amazing. They were saying that it's to give the animals rest. Because wow. the packs the that they would have had to th- carry to carry you there, if you would have left your contents on the pack animal, and by the time you used the restroom and washed up for prayer and went to the Kaaba and paid your two rakats and made tawaf and drank your zams, it's standing in the hot sun with all the luggage on the back. And I thought, my God, that's so amazing our tradition is when we follow it. It's so amazing. That's right. And then that could even extend it to the drivers. Mm-hmm. Right? Let them park the bus and go sleep, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. You know, don't hang around trying to, like, well, leave my luggage here and stuff. So anyway, it was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. No, because, I mean, you know, because these are conversations we have around the dinner table, which is, you know, you like the kids, like getting my kids to appreciate, right, that there's a whole process, man, of how that, you know, you talk, you talk from farm to plate. What you're talking about is... We're not even on the farm yet. We're, yeah. You're going back to the, you know, and yeah. that's where sort of Muslim tradition begins yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they look, we're, they, like they, the soul they, to the place. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I mean. So tradition is informing us of something beyond, beyond. this farm to plate. Right. Like you said, soul and to And that's what of, my mm. brother I love was also writing on this at Harvard, Nuri Freelander and his wife when they have the website Beyond Halal because that's what it is. It's to bring us beyond halal. So to be website, yeah. beyond the legal standard. Mm. Right? Because that's going to get you, like, you're not going to go to, you're not going to be like, oh, mashallah, Beta, I'm so glad you got to see it and call it, like, in that's school. Right. That's what we're doing. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. like the, the, you, can, you can skate around the law where it's going to get you at a C in terms of, our, in terms of it being halal. Hmm. You know? No. We, we, we wouldn't accept that for your engineering degree, so why would we accept it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, man? Mm-hmm. That's, where, that's, like, how mm-hmm. I look at this thing. Mm-hmm. So, I know you're, so, you're, this kind of lends into and, and, and for the sake of time I, yeah. I, I want to kind of move yeah. the conversation along as well yeah. I could literally talk to you for hours <laughs> this is a passion thing for me as well cool. but hunting and, and, yeah. and talk about that a little bit because yeah. I mean we'd be remiss not to t- have you on the yeah. show and not talk about your little hunting exertions and yeah. yeah so get your what is it get your halal yeah get your own get your own halal get your own halal yeah. hashtag so get like, your own halal yeah That's hashtag right. get your own halal because because my thing is that you know I hear a lot of people also like complaining right like oh the meat's so bad and you know it's so horrible and this that and the third so I'm like okay great like level one for me is like befriend a farmer man you know what I mean? Like that builds, creates allyships with people that are, you know, you know, if you're going to eat meat, I feel like you have to involve yourself in this process, man. Mm. You know, you can't be like, you know, eat meat, like absent, you know, absent consumer and just bring it to me. And so what I feel is like we should have a relationship with our, with, 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 with our, with our, with our food. So one level is like, I'm encouraging people like go find a farmer. And involve yourself in this process, man. Involve your children in this process and let mm-hmm. them know. Perhaps that will reduce our consumption patterns, like an impact, when you actually see what happens. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I think especially uh, living in California where, you know, supposedly, again, you, know, you yeah. walk into a supermarket, organic, yeah. line in the shelves, yeah. 
yeah. the meat is supposedly you know hand cut and yeah. Uh, yeah. farm yeah. what is it a, a free you know free range and yeah. farm raised and all that yeah. kind of stuff. yeah yeah so, <laughs> again you're saying take it beyond that yeah because yeah. because you know my, my 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 thought is wait you know when you involve yourself in that process then now I don't now I have it's like it's like you know when Allah talks about like in the Quran like like I have ayn, like I have certainty that I like I have visual certainty so seeing is believing right? seeing is believing right I saw that thing you know grazing on that grass I saw that thing handled beautifully when it was brought forward and I saw how it was you know its its life was 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 taken, taken. you know through a process which has is traced back prophetically for us that's right and so and so um, to me that's where I lay comfortable now what I also want to say is that like if you're at masjid so-and-so or you know in like hey we've got 40 acres and like those deer are just eating, you know, everything around here, or they're a nuisance, or they're afraid. We're, gonna, we're afraid they're going to run the kids over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, get a bow, get your own Allah. You know what I mean? Because now I'm just looking at like 50 pounds, 70 pounds, 80 pounds of like free, pro, like incredible protein that I can feed my family for, man. Like that's that's that's, that's, right. that's where I'm at in this thing. You know, yeah. that's one. You're two is good venison. Exactly. <laughs> two is you know I was in Medina. I was in Rehla, I was in a uh, one year, yeah. and one of the scholar, one of the tour. They took us. One of the historians of Medina took us out. He took us to a place that was like, he said, "This is a place where the Prophet would take this, would go with the Sahaba, and they would swim and they would hunt gazelle, and they would like." And obviously, the Prophet's bow is in top company, you know, in the museum. Museum, and inshallah, I hope to see it one day. Um, But I'm just like, like that's like, like that's to me a sunnah that I want to revive and have in my life. Mm-hmm. I want to be a person that will follow in that prophetic example of hunting with a bow. Food. Yeah, hunting with a bow. That's right. Right, exclusively with yeah. a bow. And and so and there's all other things that kind of generationally. And my I told you my 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 great grandfather, my grandfather apparently was an incredible hunter. Wow. Uh, you know, I've got a really incredible picture of him and some of his some of his friends and you know they've got you know they're, 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 there's their pipe and their caps on and their vests and ties and their beagles and then a whole bunch of rabbits that are lined up you know what I mean and it's yeah. it, there are people that are white that are black in the photo it's just it's really it's really incredible you know this is happening this is like 1920s 30s mm-hmm. you know Nantucket Island man right you know it's yeah not too long ago in terms of when we, when we, talk, when we talk when we talk about you know even you know in the subcontinent where we're from I mean you know the, the idea of you know, uh, raised, grazing, yeah, yeah, rearing your own animals, yeah, and then yeah, exactly. being on the land, exactly. and then you cutting, you, yeah. I mean, you hunt, you know, you yeah. slaughtering them right yeah. there, yeah. and then you know. And here's, eating. A, here's another thing I will say that just is, kind of like, within our lifetime is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I saw it as a child. Right. So, right. So it can't be that long ago. The other thing <laughs> that's, that's really been cool about the hunting is it's just it's exposed me and others to to groups that we probably wouldn't have conversation with. Right. You know what I mean? I met some really cool people. Yeah. You know so, I mean? so uh, and, and maybe one anecdote, which yeah. is the one we were talking about off air. So, uh, I know you've turned Osama Cannon on, yeah. guest, past guest of the show. Yeah. Uh, you've turned Osama on, and you guys go on these hunting excursions, yeah. and you've turned him on yeah. also to archery and yeah. uh, hunting with bows. So, yeah. um, <laughs> tell us maybe about what was happening. What November third, third. <laughs> two thousand sixteen? Yeah, so we where just, you two found yourselves? Yeah, we had, we had flown into to Montana. I had elk hunted there before, yes. actually with Cameron, 
Uh, ah. And which was really, oh man, we had a great time. I mean, those elk ran circles around us, and it was incredible. Like, you know, they would be like on one side of the river, and we would like get these flotation devices and think that we were all smart. And like 4 a.m., I would like paddle across, doggy paddle across this like river, you know, with my bow on top of this, some sort of flotation device, you know, get dressed in the dark over there, and then the elk would be on the other side of the river. You know where we just wow. left from. It was just <laughs> so, it's a real deal, man. I'm like, telling you. <laughs> you know, it, it, so 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 anyway, we, we didn't get any elk, and uh, and but, oh man, I was going to tell you this. Yeah. First morning, we set up in this place. I mean, we scouted. It's at, I mean, it's picture perfect, man. I'm standing in this drainage ditch. It's like up to my chest. I've got my binoculars out. It's too dark to see. We're there pre-fudger. There's this huge, you know, um, elm tree to, to, to my right uh, cover. And the elk, the lights come on. Like the sun is just enough breaking where you can see. And there's a herd of elk, man. Like three, four hundred yards out from us. And they're just grazing and they're coming right to us. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. This is like dreamlike. No one gets this. I see big horns, cow, and you hear them communicating to each other. Some hunter who probably didn't like us being there and thought it was his territory comes up and walks up, exposes himself out in the open, and the whole herd... It was like comic. It was like cartoonish, man. They all like pick their heads up. They all look at him, and they like single file get in a row and like hightail it out of town. And I'm like... Bro, there's enough elk there for like to go around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To go around a couple of days. Anyway, we didn't get any elk yeah. trip. Cameron, and Cameron has a hilarious story too of this cow that he was chasing around a bush with his bow. <laughs> you know, he couldn't shoot. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, you know, uh, Sam and I, Whitney, we go back there and just have a blast. You know, yeah. we, we 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 get there, we hunt a week. Um, in, 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 in rural Montana and just I mean it was a, it was it was so fun that that, that hunt we were on the deer um, you know we we, we, we we both missed you know I had a, I had a shot but it was like you know, like 50 yard shot it was uphill Steve I'm going to make all kinds of excuses the wind was blowing in my face you know I was hungry I was fasting I sun was, was in your eyes yeah, sun was in my <laughs> eyes yeah, I just yeah. been stung by a bee you know <laughs> you know my fingers were numb I couldn't hold my bow okay. all the excuses right so I missed my shot and yeah. and but yeah, we were there, and and it's election. We come out of this hunt. We didn't get anything, and we're driving back, and it's like you know, it just looks like a, it looks like a, an alley oop to LeBron, and he's about to throw it downhill, and he's got it. You know what I mean? And so we shut the radio off. You know, oh, we wow. come back, Great. and we come back, and Whitney gets on like online. He's like, "Yo, this thing's about to get real." <laughs> I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then he's like, he's like, yeah. So then we like, um, it's still going on, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna go to sleep. You know what I mean? And then I hear him like rustling around in the night, and, and he's like, yo, that dude won. <laughs> so like that's like like we're in the dark, like in sleeping on the sleeping pads on the floor in this house. Uh, you know what I mean? In in in, in rural in in, in Montana, right. you know, in our sleeping bags in like the light of his iPad like illuminates, and he looks at the percentages and and just kind of like mumbles over like, "Yo, that dude won." You know what I mean? So that's how I found out that you know Trump was a president. So that's so, crazy. but again, that was that was an incredible incredible time in in Montana, and I hope that we're blessed with 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 with, with more. But um, but yeah, like I said, it's been. Yeah. It's been great, you know. Uh, 
Tim Burton, uh, you know, over at um, you know Solo Hunter and and and, and Jason Harris over at uh, <laughs> over at Kuyu and just you know, people that have been supportive of this journey and um, you know Zach Griffith over at you know ZachGriffith.com what he does over there these guys really you know responded well and 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 just shown a lot of support you know for 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 someone that like it's not coming like it's not like I didn't grow up like tradition and my grand grandfather took me out and it was like I kind of picked the bow up in 2003 by myself cuz I liked it you know and I've you know done this thing pretty much by myself and and I think it's a little bit difficult you got this funky name you're like brown you just can't walk up to people's doors and be like you know Hey, can I like hunt your thousand acres out in Montana? <laughs> you know, like other folks can do that, yeah. right? So, but I can't. So, but these guys have been incredibly supportive, and you know, we've got you know, we, we hit each other back and forth on Instagram, and I can ask them questions, and so it's been like I said. So that side of hunting as well too has been great because look, I don't want to. See, I don't. No one wants this enmity. No one wants this continued animosity and two camps and you know what I mean. And, and so you know, probably traditionally, these are people that that, yeah. that that are intolerable and don't like Muslims. And at the same time, vote Republican. Or vote Republican. Exactly. <laughs> vote Republican and all these other things. Yeah. And 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 but these people, you know, have have been have been have been really supportive, man, mm-hmm. and continue to be. And, and I think that's the area that like that's the strength of of our country. Right. You know, we can be on polar opposites and not be enemies. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I'm after. That's that's what I that's what I enjoy about this journey. Just meeting people and breaking down walls and breaking down stereotypes. That's well, powerful. With, with, yeah. uh, before we wrap things up, uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on on your uh, trip to help people. Yeah. Doing well, I was going to say, you know, because you uh, and you could probably maybe talk about what you do here at Zaytuna. Yeah. And then kind of dovetail yeah. that into the conversation yeah. about the trip. So I guess I'll take it back a little bit. So yeah. actually, the hire at Dartmouth was 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 twofold. It was. It was the um, what they call it the the, the service educational um, uh, program. Um, so I was fifty time, fifty percent chaplain, fifty percent. But it really was like eighty twenty. You know, I was doing more of the service of stuff. The service was for the entire college. So I had like um, seven trips I was responsible for. Two were international and five were domestic. Um, so Mom's had asked me to come to Zaytuna to try and start something like that. Oh, um, oh so when you say trips or. Uh, service, oh, service. Trips. sorry, service learning trips. Right, yeah. the students, you had students, to take them. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Got it. okay. And, and at Dartmouth, they were big. I mean, we were. Yeah. it was like a ten-year project. Right, Nicaragua. It's you know, it's they it's, got it's, the funding. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And the the alumni, uh, yeah. exactly endowed. Yeah. So so in so in coming here, uh-huh. I was able to, to to do that. You know, every student that graduates from Zaytuna has to complete a minimum fifty um, experiential learning hours, mm. and it's not just like, hey, I'm gonna you know, go to Hawaii and sell coconuts, you know, on the beach. It's like, you know, we have a criteria. Um, it's got to be an underserved community, under-resourced community. Um, it's got to be 60% what we call direct um, service. So also we don't want you sitting up in an office like, you know, populating spreadsheets. Um, so and you could do a part of that, but we really wanted to roll your sleeves up. So the past two years, um, I've, I've taken our students to Selma, Alabama, and we've worked with a pastor... Um, slept on his floor. I mean, great stuff. I mean, he was 14 years old on the Edmund Pettus Bridge, you know, March 7th when the bridge is stormed. And so you're getting this incredible history. Um, we were able to bring a faculty member this last year, so she teaches U.S. history. So, in, and the thing is, we do reading, so it's not just we just show up. We're reading about what's happening, history, you know, politics, race, all these things for weeks prior to the kids going on the trip. So, what happened um, this year with Houston, you know, it was Eid. 
you know, I'm like, I'm like exhausted, tired. I mean, like the tanks on E. I've, I, I get the chutzpah at like MCC yeah. at seven thirty in the morning. That's I'm like right, seeing right. double, yeah. you know, by the afternoon, and I get a call like, "Hey, what do you think about going to Houston tomorrow?" I was like, "Sure, I'd love to." <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it was so like, who proposed Mom it? Zaid. Oh, yeah, Mom Zaid proposed uh-huh. it. So you know, we take a couple of students yeah. and head down there. And for me, yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm like, you know, I learned it from him. I'll be honest with you. I've yeah. learned from him. Well, like you, said, you, you couldn't know. ask for a better teacher in terms yeah. of a man who is, mashallah, infatigable, like just tireless. Yeah, exactly. Tireless. Exactly. Mashallah. So that's Hospital. where, yeah. that's, I mean, I mm-hmm. mean, that's, that's, that was it. You yeah. know, there, there, there's, there's, and I've been around it enough where I'm motivated by the ability and the selfishness of like the hadith, which says that, Allah is in the assistance of his servant as long as the servant stays in the assistance of his brother. So I, like, there's a selfish motivation for me too. And so alhamdulillah, you know, I had a little consultation with the wife and she was fantastic as she is with these things and understanding and knows what it's about and gets it and was like, yeah, bismillah. You know, so we I got two students. Um, we, had, we had originally, we were trying to get 13,000 gallons um, to this one community. Of water, uh, fresh of water. Of fresh water, mm-hmm. of fresh water. Um, um, that ended up being reduced um, to 6,500, and we got it to a hospital. But we can still continue to have trucks um, right. there. But it was just incredible what we found. I mean, uh, again, certain parts. I mean, so Houston is my hometown. So obviously, right. I mean, for me, all of those streets, and, and I, I'm, I'm connected with friends. That's right. In fact, so, I mean, shout out to one of our listeners. I mean, he always chimes in. Nasser. He lost everything. Yeah. They, they, and there's a uh, GoFundMe. There's a crowd. Well, yeah, sorry, GoFundMe page. I'll, 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 we'll put a link in when the episode is, is but uh, yeah, they're trying to raise money for us because he and lost everything. Trip, but yeah, there's six just, degrees of separation. Right. So, real. so you land so in we where? Landed in Dallas. You land? Oh, okay. Because we, we couldn't. couldn't yeah, we couldn't land in Dallas. Okay. And that Dallas drive to Beaumont is you only two and a half hours, right? Yeah. It took us eight. It took us eight hours. Because of the detours. Because of the detours, the flooding. The flooding. You'd get in the street. We showed so that it was open. Beaumont's about, for those who don't know, they're about 45 minutes east of Houston. East of Houston. So yeah. it's where a lot of refineries. It's a very exactly. industrial town. Yeah, it's very So we had a connection. Mumsy had a connection there. So oh, I was okay. in contact with a community that was... There's that a big mess there. Yeah. 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 Alhamdulillah, we had an alum, 2016 graduate of Zaytuna. Muhammad. Muhammad Khan, yeah. who is from Houston and is an imam in Baytown now. So he, mashallah, on a, on a drop of a dime, you know, scrambled, he got a 26-foot U-Haul truck filled up with groceries. We coordinated, we'll meet you there at this time. Wow. Um, we filled up the, 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 the masjid with supplies. We got the water out to people. And what was really incredible was just the, you know, our students were just so savvy. What they were doing was they were going on Twitter. And they were looking at these posts, and they'd find a post like, hey, I was just on 876 Oregon Ave, and there's an elderly woman who's been in her house for two days. She doesn't have electricity. She doesn't have a phone. Can anybody get her some stuff? And we would be like, on it. And we would drive over there and, like, you know, unpack water. And then you'd find, like, her neighbors needed stuff. So it just... It was like al khair mojood, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Al khair mojood, like right. there's goodness, man. There's goodness. And it You'll was incredible, it. man. Yeah. You know, and, and it was just, it was just, it was so. Like I said to my wife, I said, you know, I heard the word God more in 
three days than I have in like six months being here. You know what I mean? Because it was every, and it was like people, again, it was the, you know what I mean? The, your, your typical gym bomb. You know what I mean? Not to be stereotypical or rude to anybody. It was like no. someone that you think would be like, hey, y'all need to go back to your cut, go back to Africa. You know, as, as, as I said, yeah. you know what I mean? The, the, those stereotypical, like the, 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 the rifles in the, in the back of the pickup truck, yeah. maybe even a Confederate flag yeah, bumper yeah, sticker. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they were out there rescuing people. And, and, and telling you, thank may God bless you in your work and what wow. you're doing. So again, what that the, yeah. the, the, what I my big takeaway was, all of that stuff is politics, man. Mm. It's politics and rhetoric, man. But when it comes down to the essence of who we are, we'll forget all of that. We'll forget all of that. And, and you know, what Derek Lewis says the MMA uh, heavyweight fighter from Houston. Mm. He has a story because he was saving, rescuing people in his truck and stuff like that. And he said one of the rest people that he came to rescue. Only had a few things, but one of the things he had was a Confederate flag. And he said he kept apologizing, man, I'm so sorry I got this intro. And Derek's like, look, I ain't, I ain't tripping, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And then his wife, he said, the dude's wife was like slapping him. I told you you shouldn't have brought that with you, you know? But it's this incredible scene, right? But all that stuff goes away. And that was really, to me, it's like, he, like that's, that's big. Yeah. Derek's like, look, I'm, I'm not tripping on that, man. Hmm. And that's how I feel like, again, when yeah. we get to the essence of who we are, right. that's who we are. And, and connecting was, with people on that level. Connecting with people on that level, man. Right. It was, and that was what was amazing. We had a guy come to us, truckload of stuff. So and so sent me here. Right. He says, got a daughter with him. She's probably sixteen, if I could gauge like that. He says, uh, he comes to me, he says, "Excuse me, sir, but um, big guy. I mean, big guy, big beard that was down to his baseball hat, yeah. fit the part, right?" right. right. Pulls me aside, says, "Excuse me, um, I, my daughter. She doesn't have uh, her head covered. You know, can she go in the building and?" Wow. And, and help volunteer he's talking about the masjid mm. God bless man absolutely mm. I that's yeah. that's this country man. Yeah. that's this country that's what I know want and love of this place man. Mm. Mm. and that's a good yeah. way to yeah. couldn't think of a better way to wrap up this conversation thank yeah. you so much for taking the time to chat with us on this Friday afternoon. That's right. Where can people find you, Mondoit, online? Where if they want to engage you, engage yeah. you work? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess, you know... The, do, do, I know. Yeah. Don't be shy. <laughs> you know, just, just go no, ahead. I guess, I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't been on in a while, but really Instagram is where I do put up most of my stuff. You know what I mean? I really, I, 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 it's, uh, there you're, is some stuff on Facebook. At Dawood Yassin or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dawood underscore Yassin. Okay. Yeah, that's an Instagram. Instagram. That's that's pretty much where everything is. I pretty limited, pretty much limited that. I can't. I, I just. I can't. I can't take it. Like I'm just. I forget about stuff. So I just keep it simple. Instagram is cool. So. Okay. Great, great. And Pravish, where can people find us? Yeah, that's right. So uh, email questions, comments, feedback. We love it. Uh, it you can email us at uh, diffusecongruence at gmail.com or, of course, on Facebook, facebook.com slash diffusecongruence. Zucky's got a Twitter. Uh, well, actually, I've got news for you. Yes. I changed my Twitter handle. Well, so it is now actually legible and readable. Okay. So it's uh, yeah. So it's Pervez F Ahmed. So you can hit me up on Twitter at Pervez F Ahmed. So there you go. Look at that. And if you're looking for me, you can find me at Zaki's Corner, Z A K I S Corner. That's also my Instagram. That's also my website, just at com. You can also see my movie reviews at the Huffington Post, and as well as this podcast and the movie film podcast and nostalgia theater podcast, lots of podcasts. And uh, we'll be back in just a few short weeks, inshallah, with our next episode of Diffuse Congruence. Thank you to our guest, Imam Daoud, for joining us. I hope you will come back. Yeah. Again. I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm, I'm humbled and I'm, I'm, I'm honored and all of that stuff, man. It was yeah. great. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody. We appreciate you for listening, and we hope you'll join us next time. Thank you.